0: Good morning, this is the American Slime Show, your hosts, Gabe Popat and Perry Thomas.
1: In the flesh. This, in the flesh. We are here in Poets Poland.
0: Uh, this is our debut podcast. And basically, just to lay the ground rules, there's no script. There's just, you know, ideas. We just let it flow. We're out here smoking a pipe in the middle of quarantine. Haven't really been anywhere. Can't leave this post. Uh, we're about three hours from Berlin, three hours from Warsaw. We're just here... We out of control, not a lot going on, so we just sit out here, smoke a pipe, and talk about what life could be like outside of the gate.
1: Life could be a lot better. Life can just be better. Life could be good. Life isn't really good right now, not just for us, but for everyone across the world facing the pandemic. And whether or not the issues of the pandemic are real, we're still exercising every precaution to make it real. And it's, create, it's created quite a, a stranglehold on everyone else, where I see these statistics all the time saying like the daily death rates of, uh, say, malaria or HIV just far out just outweighs the death rate of the COVID.
0: I don't even know if this pandemic is real at this point. I just kind of wake up every day, lounge about in bed, probably put on, no, actually I've lost the weight here has high sodium content, I look at it and I'm like, man, that's going to make me really fat, I usually just eat it, and it goes right through me, it makes me feel terrible, and I wake up every morning and I'm like, man, I don't even know if this is real or not, sometimes I'm just totally convinced that it's fake, like, the nurses are just making TikTok videos, nobody's actually dying, Nobody, nothing's actually happening, it's all about the stocks. I just dumped a bunch of money in the stocks. The stock market shot way down. And, and on the other hand, I wake up some days and I'm going to die. This is it. This is the
1: end. Healing it. It's the end. I, or it could be far from the end. Because you mentioned the stock market right now. This is still a prime time to buy. Wouldn't it, you agree?
0: It, I, I totally agree. I bought a lot of uh... Uh, Cruise lines. Nobody's going on cruises right now, but you better believe it. The middle class family, right when they get back to work from their miserable quarantine lives, making TikTok videos together in their pajamas, they're going to hop right onto a carnival cruise, and my stocks are going to go way up. Speaking of stocks, there's also. I've noticed kind of a trend that there's a lot of uh, fashion coming out in quarantine fashion. I agree. And it's ridiculous. No, it's no, it's ridiculous. If you look up Louis Vuitton. You're know, like, what is going on? What the hell is going on? It's like Irini Shayak, this Russian model. She's hot as hell. Holy cow! Lit. She walks around and basically, uh, if you ever seen Billy Eilish, she wears like clothes that are too big for her. It's like Russian version of that, except hot and. Can't sing, and she's just covered in camo, and on her face she's got this face mask. that They're selling them for $172.99 per face mask, with the Louis Vuitton with the big LV on there. It doesn't even look that good. It's like, okay, that's what we're concerned about. All right, all right, Americans, we'll get a get a, a pandemic. There's not a lot going on, but I gotta look really good.
1: You know what they say, Gabe. The drip never takes backseat. Oh. <laughs> this no. shit is real.
0: No, 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 no. It's my priorities. But here's, I'm a, say I'm just a single father. I've got three kids. The wife left. Single you father. Know what I'm really concerned about. I gotta look really good during this porn. I don't need more hand sanitizer, Dremex, Purell. Not important. You, Not important.
1: Even if you were to catch COVID, if you catch it and you still look good, isn't that really what matters in the perception of America?
0: No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited because when we get back to regular life, get back to Savannah, go to the beach, there's going to be a lot of uh, people out there with swimsuits. Like, I want to get those five inch inseam swimsuits that are going to say, I survived COVID 19. Basically, going to be a hero. I participated in the quarantine. I sat on my couch. I got fat get to eat any Domino's pizza or drink any beer. Besides that, I'm a hero. The greatest generation. You know, World War II, those people, man, they, they didn't do shit compared to us. Losers. We sat on the couch. We sat on the sideline, we got off the field and ran into the freaking locker room.
1: Nothing happened. The bench was important and we sat on the bench for this pandemic. And restrictions now are starting to be lifted. We've noticed this on the news that that states are starting to reopen their borders. Uh, Trump talked about...
0: Oh, did you see Jacksonville oh, Beach?
1: Yeah. But Trump talked about reopening America for business in light of uh, the, the pandemic. But uh, yeah, the, as you said, Jack's Beach, within like half an hour of opening the the beaches we're just flooded with people. It shows you that it doesn't matter what circumstance that we're in. When we get an opportunity like that, after being so cooped up, like we jump on it, like moths to a fucking fire, we go straight to it. And it's kind of create, create a little bit of an uproar on social media that how ignorant people are about, about like say like, Oh, the beach is open. Let's go. Like, I haven't had this opportunity in a while. Like never mind social distancing. That's all that's, that's fake news or whatever. Like,
0: no, you're absolutely right. It's like, uh, that new show on Netflix that came out, Too Hot to Handle. It's where uh, the people, basically, if you haven't heard of it, let me break it down for you. There's people that are just, you know, they're super hot. They're basically people with accents, hot dudes, hot girls, whatever you're into. Uh, they are at this resort for a summer and they're basically not allowed to have sex with each other. They're told they can't have sex. If somebody uh, kisses each other, they kiss, make out, anything. Uh, they can't beat off, basically
1: everybody loses a percentage of 100,000. dollars Wait, for real? They can't beat off? Yeah,
0: they can't do any they can't do any
1: of that. But that's that's that in it itself like is kind of
0: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to, honestly, that be extremely channel. They can't
1: get I know their own
0: do know not November's 30 30
1: days is really but all of self-imposed stress. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. For no apparent reason. So that being said,
0: when you, it's all psychology. When you take away the beach from people, or you take away social gatherings. The minute it opens up, people flock to it like crazy. I'm telling you, you look at Jack, Jack's beach, it's almost like people were saying there's free cash on the beach. What the fuck is going on?
1: It just shows that it, when you take away something that we originally took for granted, in this case, the beach, or it could even be bars or whatever. Like, going to the movies, things that we take for granted. When it finally comes back to us, yeah, we flock to it. It's, yeah. It, it,
0: People don't even really go that much to movie theaters anymore, which is kind of disappointing. Like, I remember in high school, after a movie, we had a dollar theater where you could go in. It was the best place to take a date because, for one, you didn't have to talk to your date. And for two, it only cost $3. You just went into the movie, you watched the movie, and that was it. Was, Dollars movies that like you could uh, uh, go in there, watch something that was probably it came out three months ago on the big screen, the, the real movie theater. But you could go to the dollar theater, and there'd actually be more people there than the regular theater because they just wait a couple months to go see it on the big screen. But now, I, I, when you look at like regular America, I don't really see that many people at movie theaters. Actually, AMC is failing now, which is weird because right, whenever you think of AMC, you think of like, the Walking Dead, all these awesome shows, but. Now everybody's just watching Joe Exotic, which is great, by the way. Honestly, it's, there's no better way to melt your brain. There's no better way to put your brain in an oven than to watch the Tiger King. It's, it's really entertaining. And how did how did how how have we not heard of this before?
1: Things brought to light, social media, filmography. It's it's almost. If we would have known about this in the past, like a couple of years ago, this this uh, G W Zoo, I think that's the name of Joe's uh, Alex Zoo. There's
0: there's a, there's a lot of them, but his is in Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: G W Zoo, I believe, and then there's Big Cat Rescue down in Tampa. Yeah, like if we Carol if we Bastards. would have known Carol fucking Bassman, if we have known the atrocities of these zoos beforehand, we as people would have somehow intervened from making. These movies happen. These Netflix series happen, or just like any sort of series. But because we didn't know about it, the the filmography, the the filmmakers, they were able to make their way and create a story out of this in a way that it really is entertaining to viewers.
0: No, they they did. They 100 percent sold it. I think that uh, even when you look at music nowadays, or just TV, you think, okay, how? It is a popular song. Think of, uh, think, uh, there's a song by, what's it, it literally goes, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow, moo, and you think to yourself, how is that even, what, what is going on, how is that even popular? then you think about it, like, oh, of course it's popular, it's America. Of course it's popular, it's gonna melt your brain. I think a lot of it is because we live a very stressful lives. Um, we work really hard We jump on that corporate ladder We're right in the rat race Why do they even call it the rat race? I've never been to a rat race I've been, you know, I, I want to go to a horse race I
1: love to gamble Dude, know why, You know why know why it's a rat race? Because we're all just a bunch of fucking rats Trying to chase this cheese <laughs> That's what it really comes down to We just want the cheese, man Gotta get this cheddar I think
0: there's two types of people there's one there's one that works really hard so that they can do the things they love and then there's people that don't work at all because they think they're always going to love their life but in reality there's a trade-off it's kind of like you you bust your ass you make good money then on the days that you have off you can actually go have some fun you can actually do something real you can go on a cruise you can go skiing you can uh you can go to the corporate steakhouse you can order lobster. You can eat the lobster instead of just staring at the lobster. You don't have to dream about going on a cruise anymore. You can go to the golf course that nobody uh, that nobody else is allowed to. You can go to the lake house. You can buy the lake house. You can get a dock. You can jump off of the dock into the water and hope to God you don't you contract some type of bacterial infection.
1: COVID. Yeah, like it's even a more rewarding feeling when you make some sort of transaction like that, and you tell yourself, "I deserve this because I work so hard." It really makes the experience that much better when you're, when you're in that moment. Like say, when you're on the cruise, and you say to yourself, "Like man, like I've, I've worked so hard, but here I'm in such a nice, luxurious situation." But the, the thing that follows that though, and we all are very familiar with this, is the Sunday scaries. And Sunday, Sunday scaries, scaries, Sunday scaries don't always. Fall on a Sunday. No. It's just it's just general term. So if you're on vacation, your vacation the last day falls on a Wednesday and you have work the next day, you're going to have the Sunday scaries on a Wednesday because you're stressed out at work, you were busting your ass and you went on a super super nice vacation, much needed, much downtime, needed downtime. And you're like, "Crap, I don't want to go back to my shitty lifestyle. I just want to live on this cruise." for the rest of my miserable fucking life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think a lot of times you spend, or at least I, I wake up, I drink a lot the day before, I stayed up, you know, you're out late, at clubs, the bars, uh, I, I like to d- dab on a little bit of karaoke, and usually I spend the next Sunday or Saturday just recollecting what did I eat the previous day
1: as to what made you feel so horrible in the first place.
0: Yeah, was it the food or was it the beer? Because honestly, I don't drink that much anymore. Sometimes you just wake up, though, and you feel terrible. You're like, man, what did I eat while I was boozing? Uh, anyways, I think, uh, speaking of all the vacations, I've kind of thought a lot about summer. Summer just right around the corner, and it kind of made me think back on my uh, some of my favorite summer memories. Uh, believe it or not, so I, I used to weigh 250 pounds, and then I lost 80 pounds. Yes, I know, accolade after accolade. I lost 80 pounds, and the summer after my senior year of high school, it was right before college, it was the big break, It's the American pie, it was the American slime. I remember the job I wanted to do, and, and honest to God, the job I wanted to do was be a lifeguard. I remember being a lifeguard at Wildwood Recreation Center, Lynchburg, Virginia, and my mindset going into it was, man, I'm going to get to hang out with a bunch of hot chicks, it's going to be awesome, it's going to be lit, it's summer 2014, baby, summer 2014, where were you in summer 2014, can you remember,
1: you're kind of old. Oh, thanks, (laughs) summer 2014, let me think of, oh, uh, I was actually taking summer classes at UNF, because that uh that January, no, February of, uh, 2014, I just got back from, uh, a pretty long basic training, and oh, yeah. after that, I was thinking, okay, I need to, I need to make extra effort to get back into the book, so it was still, it was still a fun summer, don't get me wrong, because I was, uh, I was, I think I, yeah, I had just turned 21, and I was, uh, I was starting to kind of open up my horizon of travel. I went up to, uh, to uh, Seattle to see my sister and my brother for my oh, yeah. 21st birthday and we had a ball. It was, it was great fun. Um, what was Seattle like? Seattle, it was, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely sort of like a...
0: What's it like during the summertime? Everybody says it just rains there all the time.
1: Yeah, I definitely had my share of rain when I was there. I was there for about a week and I would say uh, the rain, so they call it there, the rain is sort of like a very light mist. Us... Floridians, when we see rain, we think of just like torrential downpour. Like you can't see to the other side of the street because the rain is just (laughs) so heavy. But like there, there is just like a light mist. You know, you have those, you wear your like Patagonia rain jacket. You're, you got your swag on the drip ain't taking backseat this time because it's raining outside and like you're good for the day. You don't really need those, those like calf high, like rain boots or anything. But that was only on certain days. And the other days when it was sunny outside, it was just gorgeous. We went up uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the park that we were at. I think it was like Mary's or St. Mary's something, uh, state park.
0: And There's it, a lot up there. It, a lot of And
1: park. it gives Olympias. it allows you to like overlook uh, the city of Seattle. And it was really gorgeous. Went up to went up uh, on the Space Needle too. Great place to visit. Ten out of ten recommend. Uh,
0: that I think so I, I did go up to Seattle recently my brother and sister, and uh, it, it's a different world over there, it's very different than Savannah, Georgia, Florida, it's very, I spent most of our lives here out on the East Coast, that's very different, over there. and um, I do, I do remember that when we went to Squamish, we went to Squamish, Washington, it's a little like Indian village, American Native, Native American Indian village, Probably 30 minutes west across the Sound in Seattle, Good old Puget and Sound. There's all these little mini tennis courts, and I remember playing. I, Seattle is where I discovered the most fun game to play ever. I love playing this game called pickleball. If you haven't played pickleball, then you're kind of a piece of shit, and you need to learn how to play pickleball. Perry, have you ever played Pickleball?
1: I feel like that was a direct statement towards me because I never played Pickleball.
0: Yeah. See, Perry here is – nobody. nobody's going to ever love Perry. He's never played Pickleball. I'm going to have to show him how.
1: Proof is okay. in the pudding. I'm going
0: to have to – you know, man, no. Pickleball is an amazing game. Basically, like, large ping pong tennis. You've really never played Pickleball.
1: Never even heard of it until a it's, couple okay, days ago. It's the same ago.
0: rules as like ping pong, but on a mini tennis court with like a huge wiffle ball. It's great workout one, and it's just it's it's a blast. You're outside in the great outdoors and playing this game. You can drink while you play it. You can play with up to four people. You mean I you mean I have six people out there. It's a fun game.
1: Would you say it's like a happy medium between ping pong and full-blown tennis?
0: It, it, it really is. It ba- it's – okay, ping pong, love it. Tennis – tennis is actually way harder than everybody says. It's kind of like golf. You're thinking you're hitting a – golf, you're hitting a stationary ball on the ground, but still super hard, and then – tennis is just you have a huge racket tennis ball flies super fast wolf football is kind of slower basically pickleball is for less athletic fatter people that you can booze and you can still play tennis and feel you know fast not not pathetic and it's it's a it's a good game i'll have to show you how to play i uh i remember back to summer 2014 I was a lifeguard, and I think I had this expectation um, that uh, you know that's kind of that this has nothing to do with the last conversation at all. I just kind of want to talk about it. No, I i really been thinking about this a lot lately. Uh, I remember being a lifeguard, and you think of how cool it is to be a lifeguard, but it's really not. You're just cleaning shit out of a pool a lot. Sometimes like, it's just
1: literal shit. All the time.
0: All the time. And usually, so, the only thing that I would ever get excited about is because I knew, but after working for, like, two weeks, the thing I would get excited about was kind of knowing who I was going to be on the shift with because there were some really hot chicks that were also lifeguards, and, um, honestly, I I was a terrible lifeguard. I was really bad at life. I I fell asleep in the chair often. Nice. (laughs) Often. Yeah. All the time. I usually forgot my sunglasses, so it really hurt my eyes. I had to hurt them too. I couldn't even look at the pool sometimes, but I was still guarding lives.
1: Is that why you wear glasses now? Because you weren't wearing sunglasses on the job? Yeah. Maybe.
0: And, but I always look forward to the shift where I know, oh man, I'm working with that hot girl. But at the same time, it's a, it's a, it's a double take. You get to hang out with the hot girl. And like, yeah, yeah, I'm volunteering for that shift. But then you're the one that ends up cleaning up all the shit when things get messy at the pool and then another thing is kids that you knew couldn't swim they insisted they insisted upon drinking or not drinking. they insisted upon diving right into the deep end they couldn't swim their parents knew they couldn't swim that's a great place to see terrible parenting at the pool it was like parents show up with their kids and they drop them off and the kid just goes buck wild and it's like the, the, the parent just takes vacation. They're just sitting there drinking their summer shandy. They just take vacation. They're not doing shit. They're not watching the kid. And the kid jumps in the pool. And I tell him, I, like, hey, you don't know how to swim. You can't go in the deep end. And they just jump. I remember this specifically this one little kid. He was the nicest little kid ever. I don't remember his name. Maybe it was Joey, Kevin. He'd jump right in the deep end and just start drowning immediately. Right away. Didn't know how to swim. His, parent, his mom was back in, in the back of the pool smoking Marby Reds. Cowboy Chili. Drinking, so yeah, drinking something. And little Jimmy was just jumping in the deep end over and over and over. again. I had to pull him out every time. Save, save his life.
1: See, 40. in a situation like that, the parents, they're giving you the benefit of the doubt that you are going to prevent their child from drowning. And you just said a second ago that you kind of didn't do your job very well, but the all like the parents like that, they're going to hold you to the same standard that you're going to be ready and available to save the kid in time of need, which I hope you did. Okay. Jimmy, or mm-hmm. whoever his name is, is still breathing today, right? He's alive and well. You did something
0: right. I, I agree, but it's it's ridiculous, though, because you, you see these parents that show up, and they just they show up with a hundred towels, just like, You think, these humongous bags, beach bags, beach bag, beach 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 umbrella, you don't even know what's inside there. They're, what is it, pizza, some table scraps inside the bag of pool supplies. They're
1: They're smuggling in booze, man, that's what it is. There's dead
0: bodies in there. There's dead people in these bags, they're enormous.
1: They're smuggling glass, you know, all that shit that you're not supposed to bring on a pool deck. No, 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 you see the ridiculous
0: they said they get set up in the back. They, they uh, you got the loud, obnoxious families set up. They, get, they pull out the bags. They're pulling out bags, out of bags, just the giant bags. And there's 30 towels set up because you never have enough towels. And they're pulling out sunscreen. They're pulling out uh, some flame, mignon. They're pulling out some hot dogs. They're burning the hot dogs on the pool grill. The grease is going everywhere fire, and then the lifeguard has to clean it up. There's children screaming. There's chaos everywhere. everywhere. There's the one hot chick that everybody's staring at while it's all happening. There's some kid's shitting in the pool, and you gotta clean it up. You don't know what's going on, because it's like, man, it's probably from eating all that filet, filet mignon, the hot dogs. It's from, maybe they're eating the sunscreen. I don't know. But honestly, I, bottom line, it's like the
1: pool. The neighborhood pool
0: is just where. It's a zoo. It is a zoo. It's. It is a zoo. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say it like that. I'd agree. Yeah.
1: What a what a time. You know, I had a a lot of my good friends back in high school. Um, uh, I I'd say lifeguarding was was a first job for most of them. And at one point, I really considered. Following up in the, uh, the lifeguard profession for a little bit amount of time because like, I wasn't really making any money. like I was just living off like infrequent allowance from my parents, which like, you know, I,
0: I had you got allowance?
1: It, it was like only when I asked for it. But hey, I, I grew up in a very fantastic household. Like yeah, everything, everything was really nice.
0: What you dish out? uh.
1: Was your mom your
0: sugar mom? Maybe no, maybe <laughs> not. Like sometimes,
1: like maybe if I had like a good week in school and I like you know I deserved it, got a really good score on a test, yeah. But you know it wasn't it wasn't always it wasn't a handout by any means. Uh, shouts out Julia, love you to death. Uh, My mama, mama, mama. wonderful
0: woman.
1: Uh, but yeah, like I just I you know I started I was at the age to where I was thinking like man I want sort of like a. a a sustained income which is what uh most of my friends had and now it's through lifeguarding and it sounded like lifeguarding was accepting all like applicants you just had to go through some like you know lifesaver training like a cpr certification type stuff but like i it was i really and also i kind of wanted to see like the hype was about because i a lot of my friends were talking about like oh i'm on shift with so and so like i'm at a pretty good time or man i'm on i'm i'm on shift with this one woman she's such a fucking bitch i don't want to work with her like was her
0: name karen for all i know it could have been just
1: call her karen but no my my source of income around that age wasn't doing lifeguarding mm-hmm. but it was a uh, pressure washing with uh, my dad and though like that that type of work wasn't as like it, it wasn't a steady paycheck by any means but it, I like looking back on it now. I I really appreciate how flexible that work schedule was because at any point I could I could tell my dad like Hey, I'm I'm available to do work on these days and he will hit me up to do work, you know, on the days that I ask for and that was really nice. And then if I don't ask for work, he will still he will still ask me like Hey, I have work on these days. Would you be available to work? It was it was a it was a really effective give or take. I think hindsight that was a better approach to. Kind of being my first job, rather than uh, than like lifeguarding, because I I think I probably made more money than lifeguards when I started to pick up a lot of work with my dad.
0: How, you probably, how, much, should, how, how much did you make an hour?
1: It was uh, depending on the severity of the job, it would be between ten to fifteen.
0: Oh, uh, that was way more than me.
1: Yeah, but I'd probably spend mm-hmm. like four hours on a job would be a long time. So, I'd if if I would go there and just work on the job, if if it was a job that required like two hours of time and I got it done maybe in like an hour and a half and um and yeah I did a great I did a good job my dad would still give me like $15 for the two hours it'd be like 30 bucks it'd be a good little come up for someone at the age of like 18 years old you no, know a,
0: that's a solid yeah program. you could
1: you could do a lot with like when you're that age not much going on you can do a lot with that with that amount of money
0: yeah you could especially at the thrift store maybe you can get some decent looking threads at the thrift store yeah I remember my mom she'd She'd go shopping, with she'd take me to get new clothes, but it, was, it wasn't new, it was thrift store clothes, and I would use my lawnmower money or my lifeguard money to get some clothes. and typically be, you know, $3 polo shirts that have tons of stains on them. Just
1: Love stains. stains. Love stains. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I, man.
0: Uh, I'm quite convinced that I don't think I got a new piece of clothing unless it was a uniform, because I went to private school my entire life, Uh, I was taught by nuns at a young age, and then Baptist pastors throughout my entire uh, high school existence, I didn't know what weed and marijuana were until I was 22, and that's when I learned that they are the same thing,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, sheltered.
0: Yeah, I went to Liberty University for my associates, and then transferred down to North Florida, Jacksonville, and then when I got down to Jacksonville, my whole entire world changed. Florida is insane. You pull up the news in Florida, and I just got a couple of you know, I'll just read these off. But um, I didn't realize what Florida was like until I lived there. At Bar- you lived in Florida your whole life. Yeah. You lived in Tallahassee for how long?
1: Uh, born when I was born there, and I moved to Jacksonville when I was nineteen for UNF as well, University of North Florida. Ospreys swoop.
0: swoop. I don't know to swim, not very good.
1: Oh yeah, that uh, you know that was that was still really awesome seeing Obama give a give a speech at old little UNF. But yeah, that that swoop that he did was kind of nauseating. Like, yeah,
0: that wasn't very good. <sighs> crazy amount of people that were there oh it was it
1: was awesome the environment was just amazing it was really it was it was just cool to see like that was my first of like my first time in person seeing the president oh, it was yeah. obama and like his yeah. and like when he talks he was very charismatic with his speech like he,
0: he was there trying to win votes for hillary back in 2016 for the election and so he was trying to he's going to all the big cities major cities of florida I don't, I'm not quite sure if they realize they're the type of people they're dealing with when you campaign in Florida. If you really want to win Florida, I'm convinced that your rally better be a rock concert. It's got to be a rock concert. It's got to be just kicking, screaming, pure chaos. If you want to win the state of Florida, it's got to be a EDM festival. It's got to be lights. It's got to be explosions. There's got to be fireworks. There's got to be a lot of drugs. If you want to win the state of Florida, in uh, 2015, there was an event, uh, tell, tell me if this is true or false, Perry, but uh, obviously it's true, but if you're a regular person that lived in, you know, regular places, this type of stuff doesn't just happen. Florida men, one disguised, the bull costume, allegedly tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce.
1: Only in Florida, man, I'm telling you.
0: Spaghetti sauce.
1: Florida man is an actual he's he's an undefeated villain. That's what he is. You think you think you got Florida Man, but he just manifests himself somewhere else in the state of Florida doing these kind of atrocities.
0: Is it, where is it happening though? Is it like Central Central Florida? It's everywhere. North Florida,
1: Miami. Nowhere of what, Florida is what's safe. What's going on in Miami? What's going on? I don't know what is going on in South Beach. Oh, I think I'll, I'll that... tell
0: you what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. A Florida woman was arrested and charged with aggravated assault without intent to kill after she reportedly farted loudly in a dollar store and then pulled a knife on a man who complained.
1: Jeez, Florida woman, the all-time accomplice to the Florida man.
0: The, the all-time, the all-time accomplice to the Florida man. Yeah. A drunk Florida woman was asked to leave a Red Lobster, so she responded by allegedly grabbing a live lobster straight out of the tank and bolted. It's honestly, that's
1: kind of, kind of that's, that's, that's impressive. No, my tobacco was
0: blowing away. Shit. Lando Lakes. always <laughs> oh, reminds me of cows and butter. Lando yep. Lakes man cuts neighbor with chainsaw during argument over shrubs. Hey, this is my shrubbery. Don't touch my shrubbery. I'm gonna cut your arm off.
1: Isn't Land of Lakes isn't it like a popular uh, what is it like? It's it they they produce a lot of orange juice, right?
0: No, I think it's
1: butter. Oh, butter. I think it's you're. Like, uh, it it is. Butter. It is the butter. butter. It's,
0: is it real butter?
1: It's it's the it's margarine.
0: That's uh, I don't know what that is. It's I don't know. Is that is that whale lard?
1: Synthetic butter, dude. It's what
0: is synthetic butter?
1: It's whatever your imagination makes it to be.
0: Florida man calling himself the beast gouges eyes of armed home intruder. You'd think the intruder would call themselves the beast, but it's almost like the see lessons learned. Never try to rob somebody in Florida. It's gonna come right back against you.
1: In that case, the Florida man the The role was kind of reversed. The Florida man had a moment of redemption where he was able to act out and defend himself within the the legal confines of his rights. So, I'm a beast. And then stab the intruder, you know, you claim self-defense, Like they're they on your property, you have the right to do that. Maybe the manner that he did it in was really flawed, but is it was effective? Yes, absolutely it was. And, you know, that's 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 the very rare kinda I wouldn't call it good, but not bad of the Florida man.
0: Note to self. Don't try to rob somebody from Florida. It's not gonna go your way. Still try to rob anybody, period. And if you do, at least you know, at least do it right. Have a plan. Have a plan. Do do lots of forward thinking. Do you know do your due diligence as a robber. To, to do, to, to prevent getting,
1: getting waxed, waxed, getting killed. Yeah. Is that that's the worst case scenario for the robber? Is the robber gets killed, okay. and if you go in there without a plan, then they then, then they get killed. That's how it works every time. When you get arrested and incarcerated for a very long period of time. Oh yeah. I, oh here's one. Naked man chases two Chick-fil-A,
0: Chick-fil-A employees around parking lot. He tells deputies, "Look at my penis. Look at my ass."
1: Was that in Florida? It was in Florida. Okay.
0: Florida, <laughs> what does he got against Chick Fil A?
1: It's the Lord's, Lord's chicken. You can't, you can't go wrong with Chick Fil A. Man, I miss Chick Fil A. It's been a long time.
0: <laughs> Here's another, a woman named Crystal Methine of Florida was charged with drug possession. Guess which kind.
1: What kind of drugs, Gabe?
0: Actually, just like a lot of marijuana. It's not crystal meth. Oh. It's kind of an interesting name, though.
1: It's an alias. If You would.
0: You know, I would hate to work at somewhere that has a lot of just. We. I, I basically, I would hate to be a security guard at any Florida event. Like, uh, what's, what happens in Florida? What's, NFL games, Florida, Georgia. Yeah. I had to be a. If I had to be a security guard at Florida, Georgia, those guys should be getting paid twenty-five dollars an hour. They are on the front lines of the most debaucherous shit that happens. And when does that happen? usually? The month of September.
1: October. Yeah, More it's around
0: that time.
1: being a security guard in Florida is definitely a high-risk job. Lots, lots on the line there for you. And like, Lord forbid you have a family, because you can come back without a limb one day because you got cut by Florida man. You're giving him Florida man the little pat down, but you didn't know that you were patting down Florida man, he pulls out his gym and he lobs off your arm. Bad day.
0: Oh here's Florida Man. Naked Florida man baking cookies on George Foreman grill, responsible for the fire. If you're gonna if you're gonna be naked and baking cookies on a George Foreman grill. None of that belongs in the same set. Because at least been cooking bacon.
1: You had to be naked. Well, we always say don't cook bacon naked because you're gonna get all the sizzlies all over yourself. The sizzlies. The uh, you know, I'm talking about the the bacon
0: grease. I actually hadn't had bacon in a long time. I think the last time I had bacon ah. was microwaves. I love my mom. I love my mom, Sharon. Shout out.
1: Shout out, to Sharon.
0: Yeah, last time I had bacon, it was microwave, and it actually didn't turn out too bad. Um, it's probably not very good for the environment. Probably not good for me. The bacon, I mean, it's the equivalent of white like, bacon. It's like
1: Chernobyl bacon. Microwaved bacon, that's an interesting approach. I'd, I'd kind of question the quality of the bacon if it comes out of microwave. I can't imagine it'd be very crispy, you know?
0: Actually, it actually is really crispy. You just have to uh, you huh. just have to make sure you don't put it in for too long. So just uh, it just it, it grease everywhere. It's it's actually huge mess.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty
0: confident that um, that bacon's actually pretty good for you if you eat it in moderation.
1: All things in moderation are not bad for you. Think about it. Moderation in all things, including moderation itself. Sometimes you just need slight exposure to know that you don't want to do said activity. Smoke a little bit of meth to know that you don't want to smoke meth. Disclaimer, never smoked meth. Probably never will. Never say never. Let's say you know.
0: I don't know. We'll see. So, to uh, conclude, we'll be posting a podcast every Monday, uh, and we'll be featuring different guests. We are still here to, continue to update you all on the situation. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of just uh, live videos from back in Savannah, all over the United States. Uh, when the travel ban is lifted, we'll be doing traveling to other cities, and doing, uh, just interviewing random people, uh, interviewing each other, and just experiencing life, because life... As they say, it's all about experiences. We will see you
1: next Monday. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.